Too Many Comics, episode 168. Brooks, we are right on time. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> um, so yeah, was it back to our regular weekly show. It's kind of uh, kind of exciting, but, but we did forget through our mad rush of getting through the show last week, uh, you had some news that you wanted to share of what books you got out of your storage shed while you were home. Oh, so we're going to jump right to that. Yeah, let's hear it. Follow okay. up. All right, so you have to understand that there are bins and bins and bins in this facility, and a lot of them are worth nothing, if, like, not even the paper they're printing on. But I was like, I'm going to find some key books. I gave myself 30 minutes, and this is what I walked away with. A short stack, but a good stack. Okay, so here's what I got. I got Saga number one. Perfect. Sa- saga number two. Mm-hmm. My Management Variant Cover by Matt Kent. Chew number one by John Lehman. The Paybacks by Donny Cates. Paper Girls number one. Deadly Class number one. Deadly Class number one, again, because I'm a thinker. We can never go home. We can never go home. Descender, variant cover. Spider-Gwen number one. Hawkeye number one. Was there strategery in what you grabbed, or did you... Did you have a bin of just, like just number ones that you just can grab yep. the bin, or do you have to go through all this stuff? I had to go through all the bins. Okay. Uh, but my my strategy was, you know, we've got these books that are that are being made into TV shows. We have these books that are done by superstar up and coming people that weren't that necessarily doing it that way all those years ago. So let's find these bad boys. And I I definitely wanted to get. We can never go home. So those were those were like you got to get those guys. No, well, those are nice that, choices. That, how long did it take you to go to go through? Like, how many bins and everything did you go through before you were satisfied? Uh, five or six. It's not too bad. I assume you yeah. have way more. Yeah, but like you know, they're all packed full of stuff. I mean, obviously, nothing X Men related was worth grabbing because that, that's not that's not the purpose of X Men. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but 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 you know, I I feel good uh, with the take that I got, and we'll we'll see. You know, hopefully there'll be more you know signings coming through soon and. You know, get these guys uh, autographed and, you know, quit in time nice. for me, long term. Well, I root quit. for you. Thank you. In your quest to make this happen. To quit early. <laughs> We've talked a few times about uh, Disney's, so the rumors of their streaming service, the rumors of the MCU shows. Last week, we talked about the confirmation that it will be called Disney+. Plus. And now we have a confirmation that the live-action Loki series is indeed happening. Tom Hiddleston is on board. We also got a... I don't know that it meant that she is on on board with the show, uh, but she did tweet an image when the news popped out. Uh, Jamie Alexander, who's Lady Sif, so perhaps she might be involved as well. Um, so, listen, we, we, we do like to talk rumors, but I think it's even more fun to know when things are solidly set. And this is going to be so great. It's going to be a great... It's, it's a great series. We it's a great a, a great... That service. Sorry, that's the series is debatable. The service is certainly has promise. Well, we'll be uh, subscribers right away. Yes, I know. This Damn is true. It. We've also talked many times about how Disney is going to merge the X Men universe into the MCU. And I see you've got a story in here of twenty insane ways fans think the X Men can debut in the MCU. Uh, is do should we go through all of these? Is there one that stuck out? Is there an idea yeah. that you think will actually happen? All right, so I'll just I'll rattle through these. I think the, at the end of the day, it's all speculation, and I think that it's virtually impossible to bring over the franchises this way i just i don't i don't you know what i'm saying like the mm-hmm. fact that there's, that there's two quicksilvers right there it doesn't make any sense right however let's go let's see using the reality zone to combine realities using the infinity jumping uh gauntless mind stone galactus and the phoenix force they're that type of for that kind of power uh, incursions, which is a uh, storyline from uh, the Marvel line. Uh, Dark Phoenix powers again, hidden by Nick Fury. A full MCU reboot uh, through Deadpool's time traveling shenanigans. 
via Quantum Realm Manipulation, Doctor Strange Reaching Out, Secret Wars, Mutations Are Brand New to the MCU, Professor X in the Astral Plane, uh, Trapped in the Soul Stone, The Snap Itself was with Activated Mutants, They're from the Future, Black Panther and Storm introduces, introduces Storm to the MCU, Heroes Reborn, which is another uh, Marvel line. Uh, a, a series on Disney's new streaming service, which I'd be able with that. And the scrolls. That's what it comes down to. Interesting. Yeah, well, I think that none of that's going to happen in well, my mind. I think of all those things. So, I mean, I think the, the X-Men itself, once this next movie is done, I mean, I don't think we'll see any of these current actors in the MCU. I think they'll reboot um, yeah. the X-Men. Um, of all those things that we just went through, I think you can very easily say that the Thanos snap had something to do with something. I don't know what, obviously we don't know quite yet what's going to happen in the next Avengers, but clearly that's an easy way to make something happen. They likely probably... I don't know. They likely they probably come up with some crazy way as to where they've been and what they've been doing. But the easy way out seems to be that Thanos snapping his finger did a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Regardless, we'll be there as always, except for when it comes to Venom. <laughs> I, I just. I, first of all, I, I remain uh, curious that you have not seen this yet because you always see these movies uh, early, if not on opening night. And you were a fan of Venom, but this this movie, despite having. Like a, sort of a checkered movie review, you know, situation. His has already uh, surpassed the Justice League. We're looking at a uh, six seventy three versus six fifty seven. That's crazy to me. It seems. It I, I saw it. It was like the biggest opening in China of all time, or something like that. I read a headline recently. They uh, like shitty movies. Yeah, I mean, something's going down. That yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I will see it at some point. Um, I really do just wish that Spider Man was involved and it was you know done that way and not however which way they ended up doing. Uh, but I've read enough spoilers to know that Spider Man is not in the movie, so. So, you know, I'll, most likely maybe I'll run it one night when it's on iTunes or something. Okay. Well, that's very promising. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some books. Okay. So we had The Empty Man number one uh, from Colin Bunn out of Bloom Studios. This is what, what I've learned. And I don't think that we really talked about beforehand is sort of the continuation of the Empty Man series that um, Colin Bunn had done in the past. Um I think it was 2014, if I remember right. Uh, so, horror sensation Colin Bunn, returns to the world of Empty Man, blah, blah, blah. Nation is trying to grip with a terrible pandemic. The so-called Empty Man disease causes insanity and violence. Government quarantines are mandatory. There's a woman uh, aff- affected, and her husband's trying to uh, keep it under wraps, but he's given off all the, sig- the signals as to, you know, that something's going on. So entering this, not knowing of the previous version, not knowing anything of the world that we're in, um, you know, I don't think this is like a, a, a out, outstanding story. It seems it's very similar to, and I can't remember what, it, I feel like there was something else we read recently where there was, what, what did we read recently where there was like a disease? Uh, well, man eaters, I guess, is maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Of someone trying to hide away an oncoming disease. So, you know, it's, it's obviously not a, a plot that's super original, but, you know, I did think the art was cool. It does have a that horror tone to it. I mean, I don't think enough really progressed in in this issue to sort of make me fully care about these specific characters. Uh, it might be more worth my while had I read the original Empty Man stuff and been engulfed in this universe already, because uh, I don't quite understand what this disease it makes people do um, or to what, to what lengths the, the severity maybe so i'm kind of a little lost and it's just not as you know outstanding as maybe it is as some others to to fully drag me in so we got this situation where uh, is somebody is actually empty man and 
people have seen this person, but nevertheless, they become infected. They, they have visions. They become obsessed with these visions. They become violent. And if people find out about it, either by way of the FBI or sort of a splinter group, they're going to intervene. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't know that this, this was something that, that was already happening uh, by way of books. And I was like, what? What's going on here? Yeah, I feel like I was just dropped yeah. in, uh, you know, in the middle of, of something. That's because so, I was. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, that's exactly right. So uh, Cullen Bunn obviously has written a bunch of stuff mainstream. He's, he's writing things like, like this. Uh, Regression is a book that I, 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 I like by him. He wrote Harrow County. But I was a little bit confused about this book and what they're possibly going to do with it. Where do you go from here? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it obviously would help if we had read the stuff beforehand that, you know, maybe we've seen already one story play out so we can have a sense as to what has happened to somebody. But, you know, from from where I'm standing now, it's either you quarantine this person or she, I don't know, like lashes out, continues to <laughs> continues to lash out from the disease. And I don't, I don't you know, we haven't seen like the whole empty man thing. And, you know, I don't know if they're going around killing people or, um, you know, what's happening. So uh, yeah, a lot of vagueness for a new time reader. Well, so. You will not keep reading this book. Uh, probably not. Uh, okay. But, but I, I support it. I mean, I think it's uh, like, like you said, we've read some Columbine stuff. I, I thought it looked pretty cool. It, it definitely has the horror feel. If it's your type of genre, if you have read any of this stuff before, it's got a 7.9 critic and an 8.5 user in comic book roundup. So, you know, that's right around the, the, the B, the C, C plus B area, which is, uh, I think seems fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's purely adequate. Yes. It's, it's good enough. Okay. Well, that's fun. All right. So for next week, we've got two books that we're going to check out. The first B in Eclectic Warriors number one of six. This is by Steve Orlando and Travel Foreman. This is a new tale of the future DC universe set in a previously unexplored timeline, the Cosmic Dark Age. Years after the Great Disaster, the Earth has started to rebuild and rejoin the Universal Coalition. In order to prevent a galactic war, different worlds throughout the known cosmos have created a new system of competitive combat to give each participating planet their own voice in the intergalactic struggle. Each world has one diplomatic gladiator chosen to possess the electric seed and fight for their homeland as the electric warrior. Each fighter forsakes their personal life in the name of peace. So what happens when Earth can't choose a single combatant and sends two instead? The Bruiser Warcry represents the humans of Earth while Deep Dweller, a shapeshifter from the Octopus tribe, represents the animal kingdom. Can they maintain one common goal or will they tear Earth's tenuous coexistence to shreds and destroy the rest of the universe with it? Oh, and Warcry also has a powerful relic from Earth's past, Superman's cape. Get out of here. That's a long teaser. Uh that was a long teaser. That was mostly not a teaser. That was almost like we got the whole That's story. The first but, issue. But the, the, yes, it is. But the, the, the point of that whole thing is Travel Foreman is the artist. And I'm a big fan. He did Animal Man with Jeff Lemire. And he did most recently Matthew Rosenberg's um, uh, Winter Soldier Hawkeye book. Okay. Big fan. Big fan. I, I enjoyed that as well. And I did not know that that was him until you told me before the show. So uh, I'm here for the art. There you go. Well, that's why we do this, right? The writing is uh, ancillary. <laughs> uh, it's about the pictures. So we're also doing – this has been teased forever. So we're bringing back Uncanny X-Men, uh, which has been the flagship X-Men book on and off from the very beginning. But what's curious about this particular run is it's going to be it's – t- it's 10 issues. It's weekly, which I like, and it's rotating uh, writers. You've got people like Matthew Rosenberg because he has tons of time and Kelly Thompson uh, along with various uh, artists are every week going to be churning this book out. And, and it makes you wonder like is one writer like doing one whole issue or are they all sitting in a room together being like let's 
collaborate yeah. writing. I don't know. And it reads like this. A new ongoing series kicking off with a 10-week weekly epic, the Flash X-Men series that started it all is back and better than ever. Starting with a mysterious and tragic disappearance, which is Kitty Pride. the X-Men are drawn into what might be their final adventure. X-Men favorite uh, writers Ed Brisson, Matthew Rosenberg, Kelly Thompson, and all-star artist Mohamed Asar, R.B. Silva, I can't pronounce this person's name, and Pere Perez uh, joined to bring X-Men Disassembled, rated T+. Okay. So that's something. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm I mean, on board I'm... to check it out. And you know, I mean, you'll likely have to explain some X-Men related stuff, as you always so kindly do. Uh, yeah. But listen, I'm on, when Marvel relaunches and, and does big things like this, whether or not I've read them in the past, I mean, I feel like there's a certain part of these stories that they're trying to capture new people like myself. So, you know, like Fantastic Four gave a shot and Kenny X-Men, I will. Um, all those, I think we did a Wolverine book, something. So all that type of stuff. Okay, good. I will throw you my $5, Marvel, this one time. I think it's even more than that. I think oh, it's a big book. I think it's a big, I, I think it's a big book i do uh all right well elsewhere this week i got two super sons number four uh continuation of the story of the boys battling off with the uh the youngster well the one villain that has forced some other kids to to take the take the you know characteristics of of other villains so they escape with the uh the little joker two super boys finally join back into one there was a there was a funny scene where uh the, the two kents were going back and forth about how one was feeling the pain the other one wasn't how uh, heroic yeah that you're inspiring yourself <laughs> uh, uh so yeah i mean it's a broken record by now but love the banter between the two um and i enjoy watching them sort of fight their own battles with these these younger villains and you know not have to deal with the the standard villains that, that you might see throughout dc so it's a it's a fun little book it's going to be a 12 issue what's that called a maxi series yes um, so yeah, so we've got eight more issues, uh, still along for the ride. Uh, I also picked up and I was wondering if you did as well. Cause I, I wouldn't, I don't think I realized that it was coming out until I was going through the new releases, the Marvel Knights, I guess it's the 20th anniversary and it's the number, it was the number one issue. Um, this is the, the Marvel Knights that Donnie Cates, friend of the show was relaunching. Um, did you get a chance to pick this up or no? Yes, I did. This was freaking awesome. Uh, that was great. Yeah. So, you know, Daredevil, we got Daredevil waking up where he doesn't remember that he's Daredevil, doesn't know anything, um, remembers the names of his friends from the past, uh, but they seem to not remember him. We got Frank Castle going around trying to round people up. Also learn that, that Wilson Fisk is sending a bullseye around to do the same. Um, trying to piece together what actually has happened. Um, I love the cast of characters that, that they're going through. Uh, it seems like a super cool storyline. Um, and then I'm looking at the front the thing now and i again didn't realize that this is yeah this is another travel foreman so the art was great donny case did a great job with this um judging from the the, the last page though it, it seems as though they're going to switch off writers each issue maybe yes uh, yeah because rosenberg's doing the second one so i'm excited Correct. for this i was you know I, I remember talking about this when it was announced that donny case was going to be doing this and completely missed that it was going to be debuting but this was a uh, a pleasant surprise i enjoyed it as well i really did i uh i, I forgot i was going to mount and then i was like oh yeah that uh but I'm, I enjoyed it very much. Very well done. Umbrella Academy Hotel Oblivion number two. I'm still happy that it's back. Confused as to what's really going on. Um, and I, you know, have failed to go back and sort of read the last trade or uh, you read some in-depth reviews about the state of the family um, overall. I mean, I still think it looks great. I still love these characters. I think the story is probably going to take off in a way that, you know, I'll start to at least see some act, some action and some intricacies of, of what exactly is happening. But, you know, as a devoted fan, I feel lost. I mean, I didn't even read it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm less devoted 
than you are. I was extraordinarily lost on issue one. Where would I be at issue two? Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't answer many questions. Well, so uh, sorry. Uh, I wish I didn't read The Wicked Divine, The Funnies. Oh, God, hated it. Yeah, so this was a special issue. Um, the creators from the letter up front so they have the one arc remaining in this book which we've talked about we are so ready for let's have get to it very much enjoyed the book it probably could have been at least one arc shorter than what it was maybe even two uh, definitely drug out in, in some spots especially especially with all the one shots and yes, yes going back through the years now they said that they had gone through all the years that they wanted to so for this one they there's like mini comics inside and they're supposed to be funny and they're not really funny no. uh, it's just delaying the inevitable of this series ending so it's out of way we got six issues left let's let's finish it up look forward to that i hated it i hated it so much and it was such a waste of time and money and yes. it's one of those things where like it comes in and if you subscribe which i'm sure you do and you're like oh damn it yep. there goes three bucks yeah i'm like let's let's just power through this and i'm, I'm, on, I'm on the train just being like swipe 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 <laughs> so let's, let's, go, let's go let's go let's go there's no point to this it does not advance the story that i'm aware of no and uh it's not in my mind overly clever it sucked yeah agreed sorry uh the last thing i got to was runaways number 15 uh this issue didn't did not suck from from uh from my perspective we get a story focused on nico and her learning about the staff what it actually is uh where it comes from who's who's the power behind it uh some more about her ancestors all super valuable information i've I'd enjoyed learning some more backstory on nico you know the, the history behind the staff uh i think is adds some more intrigue into um definitely what she's going through now of not wanting to use it um she makes what seems to be what i'm guessing is going to end up being a bad deal as to how she emerges the staff um yeah so i mean that's Again, I'm happy this book exists. I think it's a great read. I'm surprised it's up to issue 15. It seems like it's blown by. I was going to say they they pump these things out. Yeah, so keep it going. Loving the stories, loving the art. It's 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 been very good. It makes up for all those all the trades after BKV's run. Okay. So I read everything that you have mentioned already. Uh, the only thing that beyond that was a book called Punk Mambo Number no. Zero that I got from uh, Comicsology Unlimited. I also did download The Chilling uh, Adventures of Sabrina, which is on Netflix. We talked about this last week. Have you seen the show at all? Any 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 of the show? Sabrina, new one? Uh, no, not the new one. Okay, so you got to watch it, dude. It's really well made. I gotta say, but I because I liked it so much, I started. Re- I downloaded the graphic novel, but I've not yet read it. But I did read this book called Punk Mondo- Mambo Number Zero. It's by Peter Milligan, who did Hellblazer, and it's about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fumble through this so hard. There's a there's a woman, and she's a demon type person, and she lives in the swamps of uh, the bayou. Okay. And then we get the backstory of how she got to be this way. And she's punk-like, and she is British. And I also did that thing where I kept being like, what page are we on? <laughs> how, many, how many pages to get this over with? It was not good, in my opinion. But I, you, but you, you have to commit to a book when you start it. And that's what I did. Yeah, that and The Funnies. So that's a tough week. The Funnies was a toughie, dude. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Completely agree. Um, so in the weekly news, we got to start off with a uh, a sad thing that maybe we should have even mentioned up front. But uh, yeah, Stanley. Uh, creator of Marvel, um, yeah, passes away today. 95, this guy. And this has been uh, yeah, obviously rumored about and in the news for, I feel like, weeks and months. So I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that it's 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 definitely sad. 95 is certainly a ripe old age to live, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still sad. 
Yeah, I did read, and I had this thought whenever I read the news, was I wonder if he filmed his Avengers 4 cameo already. And yeah, apparently he, did. he has. <laughs> so, you know, what a that's it'll be it'll be fun to see how they have him in there uh, i joked with one friend of ours today that I, I feel like an appropriate send-off for stan would have been dropping the avengers trailer today but that has not happened what better what better way to celebrate the life than you know giving super get- nerds everywhere what they've been waiting for i was gonna say how can we somehow make this about us <laughs> i need to see the trailer yeah so thank you stan lee cool uh you know great life yep. 95 years we will continue to read um your creations very good so i've got a comic book resources story in here of 17 little known things only true dc fans know about doom patrol um so i didn't really need to i just kind of wanted to make this story uh aware to to listeners we we've talked about me reading doom patrol on here um i bought the rest of the issues of gerard way's run i have not completely finished them yet but i have enjoyed that especially now that you know i can read through them and they were you know they had tons of delays when they were coming out uh they're about to have their own tv show on the the dc universe i I think they have have already made their debut or will shortly be making their debut on the titan series i think a, a cameo um so 17 things if you want some full backstory of doom patrol because i'm i'm basically only aware of you know this most recent run zero clue about what may have happened to them in the past and whatnot so uh, you know an, an enjoyable read just to uh, learn a little a little bit more about these uh, kooky characters that will be appearing more broadly i'll have to investigate this is on the disney streaming thing uh the dc universe oh lord yeah we might have to share a login on that one i can't get enough i have not paid for it yet so perhaps at some point okay uh Grant wait, Moore... wait, wait, wait 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 sidebar it's getting kind of annoying at this point. Yeah, very much so. You're going to have to have like 95 subscription services. Come on. The the best thing, well, I guess though some of them let you pay cheaper to uh, to do a year instead of monthly. Because at least the best thing is, you know, if you're only watching one of these shows, you can turn it on for a couple months and unsubscribe. Uh, so, you know, you can at least move things around like that. But it puts it on you to do that. Yeah, listen, choice. Okay. Grant Morrison's The Invisibles heads to TV as part of New Deal. Have you ever read The Invisibles? No. Uh, me neither. Um, but I am a Grant, <laughs> I am a Grant Morrison fan, at least with his his Damien work. Um, some of the things that we've read of his, I'm happy was Grant Morrison, right? I think I was muted. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, so, anyways, it, I guess it's no surprise that some of his work would be be getting picked up. Um, so, just an, another in a long line of comic book comic books that will uh, be coming to TV. We've got, as we always remind people, Deadly Class coming soon. Can't wait. Uh, I feel like there's something else. Oh, the Umbrella Umbrella Academy is about to drop. Can't wait. But Why the Last Man's being worked on. Cannot um, wait for that. We've talked about Lock and Key going to Netflix. The Invisibles I can, now. I can wait for Lock and Key, but that's still good though. Yeah, it's exciting nonetheless. Um, Batman White Knight tops Diamond and Bookscan October bestseller list. So we're not the only ones that enjoyed this book. I mean, I downloaded it immediately when I knew that it had come out. And I thought it was a great, great, great read. Great read. Um, yeah, so that's that's exciting to see. And a reminder that Batman Curse of the White Knight is set to debut in 2019, which is the follow-up from this. So um, if you enjoyed this one, you most likely will enjoy the next one. I mean, that- I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I am new-ish, I still feel like, to the DC stuff. But I have been pretty impressed with stuff I've been reading. Listen so there, you. I know. 
Do we have is, – is this week the end of Mr. Miracle? Is that this week? The, you better believe it. Oh, Lord. Right? So here's here's my plan is uh, I'm usually up late doing some work, and the comicsology books will hit after midnight sometime. So I will read this sucker before I go to bed because I'm not going to be able to wait. Yeah. It's going to be a doozy. Tomorrow night. T- tomorrow – well, it will technically be Wednesday morning, but you, you get the drift. Yeah, I do. I do. I was I, not going to give you like a hard time about that. God, I can't wait. I, I can wait because I don't want it to end. I know it's so good. Uh, I look forward to adding the hardcover of this to to my collection of uh, hardcover fantastic books that I'd like to keep on the shelf. That's Tom King, though. I mean, Heroes in Crisis. I'm on board with that. Yep, agreed. Uh, this should come as no surprise, but uh, the movie, the Captain Marvel movie, is now um, confirmed by Kevin Feige to be based on Kelly Sue DeConnick's comics run. I mean, I didn't read it, but I heard it was great. Yeah, and, it, and now that I know that that's what it's based on, I would read it. Yes, and I think you know, lucky. I feel like the end of November is when my Marvel Unlimited runs out. It was a Christmas present, so I need to log into that sucker to see if her run is on there so that I don't have to pay for it. All right, so are you telling me that you are not going to keep going after the end of the month? I have not used it as much as I just pop up in Comixology and use their unlimited or buy thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it's well, a, that's another like it's like eighty bucks a year. That's nothing. That's well, like that's we're, like we're complaining about t- adding a new TV service. That's like two Outback meals. With your wife, <laughs> blooming onion. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Well, I need to make sure that I continue to use it. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't use it, you lose it. This is true. That's what's the conundrum I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good so we've got movies happening tv's going on books are coming and going things seem to be on the up and up we hope yep this is true we are recording weekly it's happening yes lots of fun stuff nope. to read uh, a great week for books super sons marvel knights uh runaways you know let's uh that, that dismisses the terrible the funnies so i saw, i thought you said a great week week, uh, week for brooks and i was like what do you know that i don't know <laughs> well it's gonna be a great week this week uh, as the aforementioned mr miracle so you know until next week nerd friends hit us up on <laughs> too many comics.com excelsior Boo. i've been reading